0: jacket oh. Get pumped, everybody! It's right. Harambe. Thank one
1: the, you. One of the best. Thank you, J Cole. Or J Cole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. One of the best Young Thug songs.
0: What if? What if there's an alternate timeline where Young Thug is J Cole and J Cole's Young Thug? <laughs> <laughs> like Young Thug's is the conscious one. Sit down, brother. <laughs>
1: Bro, people would lose their minds if they saw Jay Cole in a dress. Like yeah, more so crazy. than Young Thug.
0: Well, mainly because of of just the way he looks. You know, Young Thug's kind of androgynous. Yeah. You know. Shout out to Thugger. Thank you for that intro. All right, today we're going to be talking about Mick Jenkins. the This,
1: this episode may like actually suck because we just like messed up our re- <laughs> our normal intro. So if it seems off, that may be why. <laughs>
0: It's it's going to be a short one. Yeah, it's going to be a short matter. one. I'm Hakeem. Jacob. That's what. We, yeah, we did we guy. did it half. Halfway. That's what we did. What you know this week? All right, so for this week guys, it's a, it's a real fact today. Uh, apparently if you cut down a cactus in Arizona, you will be penalized up to 25 years in jail. Okay. Just just in case you guys are thinking about going out to the desert trying to survive, pardon me hit the mic.
1: They got a lot of water in them. I got that water. Don't we're leaving that album I in 2020. I got that water. That and a little baby. That, that, that whole album or that whole song was trash. Um, <clears throat> my fact this week. hit you with a loophole. Okay. So Chuck Norris was born oh, on May 6th. Fuck. Now, hold on, hold on. May 6th, 1945. The Nazi German regime surrendered on May 7th, 1945. Only one day after Chuck Norris's birth. Do that with what you will. I promise no Chuck Norris jokes 2020 and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> So that
0: was just, that was just a fact that wasn't yep.
1: Chuck Norris. Joke. Yeah. If, if you find a humorous, that's on you.
0: <laughs> that's not, that's not cool that you found this loophole. I actually saw, I actually, like saw it,
1: I actually saw it on Twitter. I was like, damn, I can't use it. And then I was like, wait, no, I guess <laughs> like, I can. I just need to reword it.
0: <laughs> well, thanks.
1: Thanks for that fact.
0: Thanks yeah. for that one.
1: Coincidence? I think
0: not. Yeah. Let's see. I
1: think the baby got out of jail. Yes, he did. Is that one of your news? Okay. I'll well, I wasn't, I wasn't really going to really talk about BIC's out.
0: Okay. Shout out to Baby. I'm glad you're out
1: yep. for now. Yeah. We'll see how long it lasts. All y'all idiots saying free to Baby. You're, <laughs> I already said it. You're an idiot.
0: Oh. He, he got, well, let's hit it real quick uh, misdemeanor battery charge after alleged fight.
1: And that'll most definitely be going to civil court as well. <laughs>
0: That means that he's going to try and get more money out of it. Well, yeah, he'll still yeah, money for medical out bills him. and all sorts of shit. The man told the police he gave Kirk $30,000, but when the rapper counted it, he claimed it was $10,000 short. Um, this, is,
1: this was so one of the things that we had happened known previously.
0: Somebody fucked up.
1: Yeah, so either the baby can't count or that guy can't count, but either way, that dude got his ass beat. <laughs> he's expected to be in court again in Miami this week. Can we scroll mm. down? Why does USA Today have a picture of R. Kelly on this? Was that just like a related link? What does that have to do I'm with... Sh- I'm sure it was. Mm. Okay. <laughs>
0: Celeb monk shots. The good, the bad, the
1: ugly. Fuck you, USA Today. This is why I don't pay for your service. Yeah. All right. Got anything else for news? I've just, <coughs> I got two little topics to hit.
0: Uh, Will Smith admits that he was... All right. I don't... You know what? This is a bullshit news piece, but we're going to say it anyways. Will Smith admits he was insane. <laughs> I feel like I should be saying this in like an E voice. Hi, welcome to E. Yep. Will Smith jealous over Jada Pickett Smith's relationship with Tupac? Who's the guy that with Tupac?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that's perfect because it, if it's E, it's most definitely a Caucasian <laughs> guy for sure, for yeah. sure. <laughs> Except for what's what's his name? The guy he was on Saved by the Bell, Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez. Yeah. Doesn't he? Does he still host E? I I don't know. I who think, cares? Who cares? Uh,
0: apparently, Charlemagne the God asked Will Smith if he was ever jealous of their strong bond. And without hesitation, the Fresh Prince said, Fuck yeah. Oh my God. And that was in the early days. That was a big regret because I could never open up to interact with Tupac. Will
1: Smith don't got a cuss in his raps to sell records. I do. Yeah. Well, he did do an interview with Sway recently. Um, He kind of opened up about, about some things. I watched a little bit of it. I didn't watch all of it. This way?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: It was pretty good. Um, so, Nipsey Hustle's victory lap is certified platinum now. Jeez. So, shout out, Nipsey. Rest in peace. Glad to hear that estate's still getting getting what's coming to him. Good. I hope so. In a good way. Don't let anybody take that out of context. <laughs> yeah.
0: He just means that his family's eating.
1: Yeah. So, I got a question for you because I thought about you when I heard about this. Okay. So, Lil Boosie... Was somewhere and picks up a Kappa sweater and wears it. Okay. And oh yeah,
0: fraternity.
1: Yes. Yeah. So a lot of yeah. alums called him out on it. You can't that? do that.
0: So that's that's really yeah. a big deal. Oh
1: no, no, no. Okay. No. You can't well, wear
0: letters if you're not a part of the fraternity.
1: So I'm gonna read you what he. It's like
0: it's like colors. You yeah. know, like bike gangs. Okay. Like, can, can you imagine somebody in like the Hell's Angels? I
1: can see that. Yeah. So he says, "I apologize to him, but I need some apologies too because they talking about." They shed blood for this," he said. "They got people in my DMs talking like they built like me, You'd... like they talking gangster. Yeah. I'm like, bruh, th- it ain't that serious. <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with you. My bad, dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, but he went on to say, I, I, I saw a little bit of this. I think it was like two days ago when I saw it, and I thought, why in the world is that even news? But he was talking about um, how he was out and he saw it. He thought it looked good, so he bought it. He he said it, to me, I didn't know that it had any like. He didn't know the meaning. fraternity
0: letters, essentially. So that is that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure. Even when we were when we were pledging, we weren't allowed to wear um, big letters um, until we were officially initiated. Oh, and if you, the only thing you could wear would be like Pike affiliated stuff, like like you know, like a promotional shirt. It okay. would not be those letters. Those are for brothers only. That's what they say.
1: All right. I'd probably just approach it like, hey, bro, that ain't cool. You want to come play a free show at this house? <laughs> hey,
0: that isn't cool. But if you're going to play a show, then you can wear them for the night. Yeah, swing, swing by this party. Swing. He could probably get like honorary membership. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? I don't know. But yeah, that's, that's kind of a no-no. Yeah. Amongst the fraternity brothers. Like I said, it's, it's kind of like gang attire. I'm going to be honest. Like, that's the only thing I can equate it to. Cause I used to watch Gangland on History Channel, and um, the biker gangs had colors. You know, like the their leather right. jacket with the patch. And if you wore that and you were wearing a brother, you get your ass beat.
1: Okay, I can see it like that. I yeah. thought you meant like when you said gang clothes, like no, no. red like, shoes. Red is, no, yeah. no, it's
0: not like that. No, it's more. That's why like, Hakeem doesn't like, wear like,
1: his Jordan Five Reds because he's yeah. afraid of getting shot down I'm by some. I'm not trying links. to get. I'm
0: not trying to have anybody ask me what my, what set I claim.
1: Yeah, you know, where your grandma stay? So who? Well, yeah. Let's talk about Mick Jenkins a little bit. Let's do it. The circus.
0: So, for those of you guys who don't know, Mick Jenkins is a Chicago rapper. Um, the first project I really knew from him was um uh the mixtape that had I think it was called The Waters. Yeah,
1: The Water. Yeah.
0: The Waters. And um it was a it was a really great mixtape. He had a couple of follow up uh albums <clears throat> healing element healing component and um there was another one that had P's and Q's on it. Pieces of a Man? Click on that. See. Let me see the album art. Different one. I didn't even know that one came out.
1: Ooh, there's one called Waves. Yeah, Waves. Okay. That's what yeah, I was, was thinking album. of. I wasn't a huge fan of that one.
0: I'm going to be honest. Kind of turned me off, but I do like the song P's and Q's a lot. I think that,
1: that track's really creative. Catronauta produced that. Yeah, oh, well. That one and another track on that.
0: <coughs> that explains it. Shout out Catronauta. I'm still listening to that fucking album. Um, but yeah, Mick, Mick Jenkins has been around the in the rap scene for a while. He de- he's definitely somebody who takes on more of a conscious um
1: Yeah, he's been around since 2012. Yeah. He had a his his debut mixtape was called the Mixtape, spelled M I C K S T A P. Dope. Playing words a little bit. Yeah.
0: The and he he mentioned some of his old work in one of the tracks on here. Um I mentioned it.
1: He's got some pretty big looks for being, a, I mean, I don't want to say pretty much unknown rapper, but he's, to most people, when you would say, oh, we we'll listen to this new Mick Jenkins album, they'd be like, who?
0: No, no, he's been he's been bubbling for a while. I think people who listen to hip hop know who Mick Jenkins is, uh, especially if you were around for like 2014 era, you know, when yeah. Flatbush Zombies was coming up too, and
1: Johnny like, Badass.
0: <laughs> he was definitely coming up around that time in the scene. The problem was he got kind of... Not left behind, but he just didn't pick up as much steam because the healing component was really his that was definitely his main his biggest release. Mm-hmm. And it did well. Um, but it it didn't I don't think it had the impact that he was expecting.
1: No, and I remember listening to that one. It was pretty conscious. I mean, almost like I don't want to say beach over the head conscious, but very, yeah. very conscious. The
0: healing component was love. That was yeah. what the whole album was sort of centered around. It's a very beautiful sentiment, and he does bring it up here saying that you know, he is still preaching that message of of love and being yourself. Um, I, I've i always definitely admired Mick Jenkins for his usage of jazz in his music. I mean, he uses jazz instrumentals a lot. Yeah, on, on the healing particularly component. Particularly on this one.
1: On the healing component, he had Bad, Bad, Not Good, so that makes perfect sense. They did a little bit of production.
0: I love them. them I wish they, could, oh, yeah. they need to come back with something.
1: But in 14, when you're talking about 14 and 15, he was on a tour with Joey Badass and Denzel Curry for their yeah. World Domination Tour. So he's gotten some big looks.
0: That would have been a good tour. To oh, go yeah.
1: Um, what, did you have any first impressions or first thoughts when you heard he was going to be putting out this little EP? Well,
0: I mean, I definitely had some expectations. Um, he, did, he did drop uh, one of the songs early. I'm sorry. I don't remember which one it was. I'm pulling up the track list. I'll know once I see the track list. But it was only
1: seven tracks long, 20 minutes. uh, So pretty concise. I felt like this was like an
0: appetizer for the album. I believe it was The Fit or Flaunt that came out as a single. No, Carefree. Excuse me. It was Carefree. Carefree came out first. And um, I did like what I heard on that track. Uh, I felt like it was um you know, just finding that temporary peace uh, on the beach with his friends, but still like talking about how he'd fuck you up. It kind of shows like where you come from, never really leaves
1: you i I did like that track a lot, and again, real I, jazzy instrumental I thought he kind of sounded like Kendrick in multiple ways. Like I the could instrumental see was kind of Kendrick sounding. some of his his flow and deliveries were kind of Kendrick esque. I don't know if I would say he sounded like Kendrick or if it was a song I could hear Kendrick doing well. Like I had, a, I I said that he sounds. There's a song he sounds like Drake.
0: A little I think bit. he pulls a lot from Isaiah Rashad. I can see that too. Like a lot, like him and Isaiah Rashad would definitely, if they did a song together, it wouldn't really be out of place, because they pick very similar instrumentals. Yeah, and they do have kind of the same. I mean Isaiah Rashad, I think he's he's he has a bit of a higher voice and he has a different kind of rasp. Like Mick Jenkins doesn't really have that, but. There are some similarities between their delivery and their message.
1: There wasn't really a ho- anything really bad that I had to say about it. The no. production was good, not great. I think it could have been better. Like the production we saw on the healing component, I think, was leaps and bounds mm-hmm. better than this.
0: I, I, I think this was, a, this was like an appetizer. Yeah. I think this is what could be coming on a major project. And what I will say is, you're right, there's nothing that really stuck out as like uh, just particularly amazing. But there is a lot here that we're working with, like Mick Jenkins, his delivery has changed. he's doing a bit more sing songy elements he's he's um kind of changing his flow up a little bit more. It's not necessarily that straightforward, direct monotone sort of delivery like we got on the waters um he is taking some more chances on here
1: uh I really like the song with Earth Gang a lot, yeah. Um, and I, at first I was kinda let down when I heard it, I was like, damn, this is kinda too laid back. Right. And then it and it grew on me because when I saw Earth Gang and I I've heard what Mick Jenkins has done in the past, I was like, this may be kind of a hype track. Yeah. And then it ended up being pretty mellow, but I enjoyed it a lot.
0: Yeah, I thought I thought uh the beginning of that song, whoever was on the beginning
1: Yeah, it was oh god, I always forget their names. Um But oh god, it's gonna kill me now. Yeah, I d
0: do, I don't know I'm not as big I'm a casual Earth Gang no. fan. Um but whoever
1: that was on the beginning. Dr. Dot and something Venus.
0: Maybe Venus was the singer. Yeah.
1: Sounds sounded a lot like Andre, but... Um, well, shit, there's so many songs there where so you're like, damn, this could be yeah an song. It could,
0: I mean, and I've heard them get compared to Outkast a lot, so I didn't want to make that comparison, but uh, still very beautiful delivery nonetheless. And Mick Jenkins delivers some very memorable, memorable bars on there as well. Uh, he is able to paint an image with his with his lyrics that I really enjoy uh, because I've, I do feel like sometimes it's just, a lot of artists are just saying stuff to say it but there is like this like
1: uplifting and very bright message yeah. throughout the entire track. And I liked how he wasn't like he was, he was flexing a little bit but it wasn't like the I'm hopping in and out of Bugatti's. Right. Like the, the line that probably stuck out to me the most is when he says 1967 Mustang that's yeah. DIY too.
0: I knew you were going to catch that. That hit one.
1: me because of my car like Bought this car. I think he said he bought it for five. He said five grand five, that he put, put 25 in it. In it. Um, that's kind of like me with the, the Datsun. But that's not a, like a big rap flex. Like no. most rappers are like, no, bro, you got an old Mustang. Like yeah. obviously a 67 Mustang, if it's a fastback, is an iconic car.
0: I think that kind of goes to show you the kind of person he is yeah. too. Because it's like it. what matters is the work he put into it. What yeah. matters is it's his. It's custom, you know. But whereas a lot of rap flexing is kind of just... Uh, this, I, I have this, it's really expensive and you can't get it, which also, that's kind of what he does on the fit too.
1: Yeah. He says he's up. not
0: into the hype beast. I yeah, like he, more
1: of like the, the light What flex. does he say? He says, he says, I, I, I put my man said, fuck a hype beast. Now nah, we done now. Yeah, exactly.
0: And, it, and also kind of the outside image of you not, ve- not really matching the inside. You're yeah. all kind of fuck boys. Um. And he I'm has not, a clever I'm not gonna line. i front
1: like I don't have some hype beast clothing. No,
0: you can have hype beast clothing. It's just about like, what do you wear it for? Do you wear it because you like it? Do, can you make it actually look good? Or are you just, you just have no fashion sense like me and wear it because it says Supreme or it's a Yeezy. Hi, how are you? That's me. Um, that's why I've kind of fallen back off the Hype shoes because I really don't have any outfits to make it all work. And also, I think I'm going to buy some Monarchs and just become a dad, dude. I'm done. Well, I'm tired.
1: No, I, 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 I'm, I'm the one that's like, I like like hype shoes, and I'll right. just put like a casual outfit with it. Yeah. But, no, yeah, I, no, I get it's where he's a, it's coming from. Like, it, it's just
0: also, it's like, what do the, the, the clothings don't, the clothes don't make the man. Like, if I talk to you like, you're, you're a good person, you're yeah. my friend, I wouldn't say you're a hype beast. No, I, I
1: wouldn't. I wouldn't classify myself as that either. That is the one song that I did not care for. Yeah, you team. gave it a 4 out of 10. I don't like the hook, like at all.
0: What What was the hook on that
1: one? He was like kind of where you were saying more sing song, and it was. Yeah. It, it almost just seemed like something you'd hear. I don't want to say mumble rapper, but it just seemed like a mumble rapper hook. I just didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't care for it really at all. I
0: I could see that. I think sometimes what I noticed. I played. I listened to this album about three times. Each time it it loses its luster a little bit. In general, you know, I think. I think Mick Jenkins still has that problem of there there is a there is something worth listening to here it's just the way it's being delivered is not always as interesting as it could as it can be you yeah. know like the the waters was a concept album there was a lot to it it's very deep for something like this where it's just it's seven tracks under 20 minutes long this is really just supposed to be something to get you kind of getting his name back out yeah. there i
1: think you know what were some of your favorite tracks
0: uh carefree definitely um the light with earth gang let me see I carefree the light um the light was was by far my favorite one. Oh, different scales okay that was that was an amazing track I really liked that that's one.
1: the one where I, I thought he sounded like Drake a little bit in the middle
0: mm-hmm. and again
1: like, kind of like I said before I don't know if it was so much that he sounded like Drake mm-hmm. or it just sounded like a Drake song like there was... I, or I could hear Drake on it
0: that that very well could be it. I I didn't hear Drake as much. Here's the problem too, though. A lot of these guys deliver in that monotone flow, yeah. which you know Drake did get popular for. Uh, but this line, "Multiple elephants in the room ain't nothing new. Poachers done done settled in. They using sedati- sedatives too. I'm still preaching the same element. That was the, that was the callback to um, to the healing, the healing component, love being the element, uh, but also. What I got from that line was, like, the drugs that are being used by a lot of rappers yeah. nowadays, the poachers being the record labels, you know.
1: No, I did I, like that, that line a lot. Really, I liked, liked all of them, but the fit. They all scored. <clears> and I like different scales that didn't score as high, but I'm convinced. <clears throat> um, I liked that one a lot. Flaunt was my favorite, and it scored the highest. It was an eight. That was another one I could hear. I, I kind of compared them to Gambino in, yeah. like, the camp I and, hear a lot of Gambino. And yeah. um, because the internet, in between that era, um, his flow was really nice. He kind of got a little gruff and just kind of got a little deeper. Um, and another thing I like about him is that, like, props to you for being able to do a good hook by yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, some artists, kind of in, in his same lane, that are a little less known, it's harder for them to do a hook in keeping a listener entertained, but he does it very well. It really could do an album with no features. and be just fine. He
0: has... His ability to pull a concept together, I think, is really kind of bar none. I think he's, he, when he puts his mind to one concept for an entire album, I don't think there's very many others that do that. That's where I think you could, I could also see the Kendrick influence. But really, go back and listen to P's and Q's, guys. Because that song, as a concept, the way each, like, I think it was like each line started with a P or a Q. I forgot exactly what it was. It's been a while since it came out, but um, l- listen to that and the music video is just crazy for it. He's he's definitely a very creative artist. Uh, I just think in a package this small, it's not something that has a, a lot of high replay value for me. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of the thing. Like, same old. I think was my one of my favorites too. Um, and that one he he sounded like Outcast, like mm-hmm. alone. I didn't really like Earth Gang. Obviously, always kind of sounds like. Outcaster, you can draw some comparisons in the style, right. but Same Old was one of my favorite. But when you said it kind of loses its luster every listen, mm-hmm. I can kind of relate to that. Because when I played it the first time, I was like, "Damn, this shit is hard." And then the next right. time, I was like, uh, uh. <laughs> it's just not a lot of memorable things to go right. back to
0: by the third listen i just was kind of just tuned it out almost completely
1: to be but honest i don't want to i don't want to use the word generic cuz that kind of sounds it kind of has a negative connotation the, but he he does sound kind of generic cuz i wouldn't say he has his we own compared sound compared
0: him to think about think about what we've been saying he sounds like he sounds like he yeah. sounds like you know who else we say that about logic who also has put up pretty good concept albums logic yeah, Mick Jenkins and Logic, similar artists? Question mark. Maybe I, mean, I could see it. I- that's and that's no that's no shot by the way because you know Logic has my bad if I peeked the mic. Uh, no, Logic has L- Logic has some um, some very memorable moments as well, but I could see that where you see an artist of a very high caliber, and and maybe you're expecting a certain level of of product, yeah. but that product doesn't necessarily reach that because. There is just some hint of just blandness
1: to it. Yeah. And and I wouldn't say that he doesn't have his own sound. With the way that music is consumed now with streaming, really, you can hear just... I mean, anybody that has the money to host their stuff on iTunes, we could hear it. So we're hearing more.
0: So, of course, a lot of people are going to sound similar. You know who else I'd compare him to? To who? Wale. I can see that. Wale kind of has that same sort of pocket where really memorable songs while can do a good hook Wale yeah. really could be a radio
1: artist it's just well to be fair i think that's where he, wale's made his bag has been yeah. the the radio hits that he's but somehow he hasn't been had enough continue.
0: i think for his career like he should have more at this point you know what i No, mean?
1: and i think to me Wale's an artist i don't want to compare him to asap rocky the way they sound but to me sometimes you can hear them be like god they piss me off so bad because i know they can do so much better <laughs> and sometimes you get stuff that's just kind of like, I don't want to say half-assed, but lackluster. Like, I've heard so many Wale songs, I'm like, damn, I know he can do better. I've heard him do better. Yeah. Like, why, what is this? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mick, Mick Jenkins, I think, The Circus, look at it as a, as a good intro to what's to come. Yeah. And overall, I would give this, I'd give it probably a seven.
1: Yeah, it got a six and a half, so yeah. I, I round, this was good enough to round up to seven. Definitely, because like I said, the first listen, it's definitely worth it just for
0: the first listen. Yeah. Because the first lesson, first listen you hear it is really hard. Also, if you're not already a Mick Jenkins fan, this is definitely a good entry point for you. Because yeah. it's got everything in it, and it does seem to be possibly the new direction he's heading in. Also, check out the k uh He had a track on K-Trenada's album, Bubba, that was really good as well.
1: All right. We did that it. That was a quick one. I mean, the album was only 20 minutes, so yeah. there's not, not a ton to Y'all say. Only,
0: I feel like sometimes... The people like the shorter podcast episodes. A yeah. little, little some digest.
1: Let's talk about some shoes coming out. It hasn't been nothing too crazy. Let's um, do it. Let's scroll down here, see what we've got coming up here soon. Dude, K-Swiss released a collaboration oh with God. The Matrix, and I'm so mad that I don't have them. I'm going to pull them up for you. You are the first person that I've heard say K-Swiss to me, and... God, honest to God, I don't know the last person that used the word "case." I know, in front bro.
0: I know, and I'm gonna pull these up, and you're gonna be like, "Dude, they're going on StockX right now." Fuck, these were eighty dollars.
1: Nah, bro. Come on, they're kind of fire. No, don't they're, lie. They're kind of not. That looks like Nothing. a fake Stan Smith. Jesus. If somebody walked past me wearing those, I would think they were fake Adidas. No, no, no. But it's also the Matrix like branding on it is more so what I care
0: about. I don't really care that it's you know what I mean. I don't yeah. care that it's a. Uh, like the, the, slides are, the slides are kind of fire. The slides are they still had a plenty of the slides, but I just thought these were kind of a fun shoe. Also, I'm a big fan, like, I think from the front they'd look a little better. Okay, fuck with those yeah, a little bit. I mean, I, I the still slides think are look. clean. The slides just have like the glitch. I still
1: think they look better. Like, I still think they look like a Stan Smith, though. It's like a fake Stan Smith, but yeah. like a work shoe, also. Yeah, looks like something Steve Madden would do, for being are honest. $350 right now, <laughs> ridiculous. It. So nothing really too crazy for shoes coming, um, the Kyrie got, sixes, dude. No one cares like about them? the Kyrie. No, they're no, no, so no. god ungodly See,
0: uncomfortable. You I'm with you. I didn't care about them either. But they're basketball they're like
1: the new players' hype shoe. It, it's basketball players. Is like, it? Yeah.
0: It's so it's not like you don't. I wasn't. I don't, don't think, I this, I don't this think is it's go like people aren't going to be wearing the Kyrie six now. I don't think so. Because I haven't seen anybody. I haven't seen it on feet. My friends who buy shoes aren't really talking about it but I see like complex talk about it a lot. And I mean listen, it's 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 basically the Kanye silhouette. Like Nike is so goddamn uncreative at this point yeah. that they're they're reaching into the vault from their competitor.
1: Yeah, and I think now they've realized okay, we can put a hot name on a shoe and and it's going to do it. And
0: did you see Supreme
1: and Nike's yeah. Air Force 1? You mean the plain white Air Force One with the Supreme stamp on the side? The, the level of, well, what the fuck? I found a million
0: dollar, or $1,600 version.
1: Oh, this is Virgil's.
0: Well, definitely more, still more creative. Yeah, guys, it's literally just a a box logo stamp on the heel of the And the tiniest box logo stamp. The tiniest of box logos. And guess what? If this shoe goes for more than, I mean, it shouldn't go for more than $90, but if it goes for more than 120, I'm going to, like, flip a lid, dude. Yeah. And that's such an old saying. I'm,
1: that, I'm not with that. That is in, such a bullshit. In the stock image they've got on this Supreme Nike Air Force One, the leather doesn't even look like a premium leather. Right. Like it yeah, looks you like can already your, see, like, the stitching. Bro, there's a pair of white like Air Force Ones right down there, and they look exactly the same as that.
0: Let's go freaking put a little Supreme stamp on Let's it.
1: Let's do it. Um, there's some Chinese New Year 13s coming out. Later this month. I
0: never liked any of the Chinese New Year shoes.
1: Um, I'm not a huge 13 fan, so that one probably won't do anything for me. There's a SB Dunk High coming out. It's uh, pretty ugly. White, red, I, and green. This is, this is Paul Rodriguez's yeah. shoe.
0: The main thing about this one is, it's. It, I mean, it's. I think it's a call to the Mexican flag, I would assume.
1: Yeah, I, w- I would think so. Especially with you the know, way the bottom Paul is on the side, on the outsole, yeah. the red, white, and green.
0: It's yeah. See, by P. Mexican heritage. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Uh, I I thought it was okay, but not something that I would like have to wear. No. I I like Giannis's shoe kind of. I almost bought a pair.
1: Yeah, the thing with basketball shoes is they they wear like a basketball shoe. Yeah. So. And that's that's kind of why I don't like the Kyrie. Yeah. I, I wouldn't guess they're comfortable. Personally, they're I really would try them on.
0: The only one I know is like the Jordan Fives. Feel like I'm literally putting a cast on my foot. Like they're so stiff. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it just feels like my foot just has no room to move at all. I was looking at some Asics. The only thing is Sean Witherspoon is doing a collaboration with them. And okay. if, I mean, do you do you remember the Witherspoon yeah. Air Max Ninety Sevens? That's a very hype shoe. This is going to be a really hype collab. I'm not sure when it's coming out. They I like Asics last a lot. year. Me too, and I
1: I have a pair of gels that I I got for like yeah, I fifty wore, bucks. I wore my gels for the first time. I think I wore them once to do the podcast, but I didn't wear them out of the apartment. Right. But I wore them for the first time I last really, week. Very I, comfortable shoe.
0: Yeah, the and it's like a good walking shoe, and it's it still got like some good structure to it. It's not uh, too soft.
1: Yeah, the one I've got, it's it's kind of more like the dad shoe. I'm not sure the exact model. They're gels, yeah. but I don't know the, the exact model. Right. Um, but it just just is like bulky shoe. Right. it almost, like you said, I want to maybe go buy some Monarchs. I'm telling just you. Just coast. Dude,
0: happy birthday to my dad. I bought him a pair last week.
1: You can tell Hakeem watched the episode of uh, Full Size Run with <laughs> Danny Brown talking about all yeah. he wears his I'm Monarchs
0: home. now. I'm yeah. home. Dude, but my dad put them on, and I thought they were a clean shoe. Yeah. I thought they were a clean shoe. Because he wanted, like, a good walking shoe. He needs something kind of wide. I got him that. Got well, like, shit, if he needs on. a good walking shoe, you already gave him the Yeezys. Shh. You know what he said? Walking on clouds. You, you know, I said, what are you going to do with those? He said, you'll see. And I'm like, I don't know what that man's about to do, but I think he's just going to keep them.
1: You better, that, that dude's already resold them joints and <laughs> just hasn't told you.
0: <laughs> They're still going for 400 in his size.
1: Hey, OG do, statics. Do what you They're not even
0: do. like the most high pair. No. But, but, you know, the further away you get from a colorway, just the more the price yeah. goes up in general.
1: The a, a shoe that I'm looking forward to that's gotten rumors. Last year... They drop, dropped the Jordan 1 bloodline. It was a high OG. was the best leather on a Jordan 1 all year, better than the Catgut Jacks, actually. Um, was and the they didn't...
0: Jack high-quality leather? Yeah,
1: um, especially on the toe box. Um, but look up, type in the Jordan 1 bloodlines and tell me if you like this. A lot of people didn't like them because there was like a, some red piping around How it, did... but the 2.0s are fire. Oh, I did see these. Now type in bloodline 2.0. It was the I've next one those. down. The 2.0s are crazy they're the red and white yeah these? right there oh
0: yeah more right. of like the chicago right, colorway yeah i was gonna say if you don't have a chicago one now you can and get it with i'm waiting for the bloodlines to come down Chicago one. yeah
1: i'm waiting for the bloodlines to come down because of how how quality the leather was i mean it is incredible God, how quality the leather look at is these, dude. these are crazy too
0: the so the quality on the leather for the 2.0 is also for, really well, good. i don't know
1: they haven't come out yet um, but you would assume so. I would assume that they're going to be. But the Bloodline OGs were, I mean, really uh, the best leather all year on the Jordan 1. They're releasing in July. Awesome. So I'm excited for those. Those just got rumored on a couple of the To release on insights. July 11th. That shit'll change a million times. Yeah, I mean,
0: possibly. Yeah, I, they should just call every shoe the Carter Four. I'm kind of done. I'm kind of done with Nike and Adidas. I really want to try. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm done. Like I'm never buying another pair, but I. I really would like this year to try and buy shoes outside of my comfort zone.
1: Yeah, I think like there's really nothing on the at least confirmed calendar yet of stuff that i'm like damn i've got to have like those i'm gonna try to go after because i don't have a pair of chicago ones so i'll definitely be going after that but i'm gonna try to get into some more like di- just different stuff yeah. like A6. don't want to copy Eat. full-size run but no. reebok yeah i went in when i, I think i talked about it on the podcast i got vouchers to that adidas employee store I got one. well the reebok store reebok and adidas are i guess owned together I didn't, I didn't know that um but i went into the reebok store too and it's the same deal half off oh, of nice. the price and there were some decent stuff in the Reebok store so I'd like to get Vok boys
0: I've had I had a pair I've had a couple of pairs of Reeboks so I like them a lot
1: I had a pair of classic Reebok classics yeah. that were this like light blue like UNC blue suede and I ruined them at work yeah
0: suede don't last man.
1: Yeah, it was it was upsetting. So you look like you got the gym fit on. Yeah, you got the gym after. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I went casual. I just I, I came home from work and just threw a t shirt on, got on khakis, the checkered vans, glitchy vans. Yeah, I call the them. blurred vans, and then a just a black Car- Carhartt. Carhartt, it's
0: back, guys. Yep. For didn't even iron it. Carhartt's back. Didn't even
1: iron it. Just threw that. You iron your shirts. I iron everything. Damn, not my underwear and socks though. <laughs> those those are good out the dryer. That but no, funny. yeah, Iron Shirts. I need to start Rain
0: giving shit about my wardrobe, guys. I really need to, a bit of a glow
1: up. I mean, I got to go into people's houses and, and shit with my yeah. job, so I try to look look professional. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what you been listening to, aside from Mick Jenkins? Oh, let me let me pull this bad boy up. Let's see what iTunes says I've been listening to. Um, I told you earlier, before we started, that I did go and listen to the Roddy Rich album, and I like about half of it. I did too. Again, I listened to it in the gym
0: and that was a great, it was a great, like just gym sort of album. Like I, I like some of the songs, but it's not something that like I have to go back to or anything.
1: Gotcha. But shout out
0: to him for having the number one song in the country. And
1: uh, Justin Bieber tried to knock off the box and Roddy rich kind of trolled him by saying, go stream (laughs) yummy. (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, But I've been listening to, if, if you use Apple music, um, I don't know if it's just my algorithms good right now, but my mm-hmm. radio station. Yeah, personalized my radio for me, station was pretty good, too. Has been popping. Um, I went back and listened to Mac Miller Swimming after listening to Cir- Circles. We should
0: talk about good news. We didn't talk yeah, about good it. Good news. Good news release, guys. Everyone has literally been crying over it. I I like it a lot. Dude, It was it's sad as, as fuck. The whole album's going to be sad. Yeah, it's, I you, think it's going to be
1: kind of hard to listen to. you seen the video, I hate to describe this way, but... There, there's video of a, the black kid in, sitting in school and he's listening to headphones and he's crying and he's sitting there like pounding on the desk. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. That's going to be me listening yeah. to that album.
0: And a lot of people, I mean, Fantano dropped a review of it. He was crying. Every like reviewer of that song has been posting tears and I talked to Wade about it and I definitely said that it made me sad but it, it I wasn't like crying over it but it was definitely a tough listen. I think the whole album is going to be really like emotionally... Like,
1: tens. Yeah, and I know we did this with X's album, but his mom did come out and say the guy that helped him produce Swimming finished this album this for him. This feels
0: genuine.
1: Yeah. This feels like well, it was actually it finished. Like, if you
0: listen to Good News, it's a full, complete song. Yeah. The same way Train Food off of off off of um off X's album was a full and complete song. Yeah. But not much else. Again... The jury's still out, but something tells me that, that this album was, was recorded really within the same time
1: as Swimming. Yeah, and that's what and his I mom said. That. That's what his mom said. So, And she said this was recorded to be a companion yeah, to Swimming. Swimming in circles is what they were saying. Um, I actually was
0: listening to uh throwback, throwback to that album. Dirty Sprite 2. I got kind of nostalgic because of uh, Life is Good being released. Um, King Cruel if you guys don't know him definitely check him out um, Lil Uzi Vert MF Doom Pop Con I, tr- okay. I tried to listen to his album a little bit and um, I, I did listen times. to Melly vs Melvin
1: okay how'd that go did you make it all the way no yeah I made it about halfway no. <laughs> but I bet the, like the sixth reference of him talking about killing people I was like yeah you're not getting out yeah <laughs> why even invest yeah, my you're time you're not getting out <laughs>
0: And um of course uh been listening to Juice World
1: as well. Okay. So obviously uh of circus already talked about my radio station, personalized radio station, swimming. Still listening to Jack Boys, went back to Passion Pain and Demon's Land, Kid Cudi. Um, Go ahead, shout out the Sling. Yeah, I listened to Selena Gomez. I like Selena it? Gomez. Yeah, I like the Kid Cudi feature. That's what brought me to it. And then I was <sighs> me and Tabitha were talking about it. I said, Yeah, I said she's she has good chemistry with rappers. Like the song she did with ASAP Rocky was good. Bro, she has good chemistry with anybody. I mean, yeah. like everything goes well with mayonnaise. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I didn't is mean she that to be dirty. Right? I just I meant think plain. Hispanic. Yeah, no, was just playing. Okay, you know, yeah, I you. Was just
0: plain. I got you. <laughs> That's
1: what I meant. Um, <laughs> listening to Juice World and Death Race for Love. Um, I told you before we started. I tried to, and I wouldn't say that okay. I can't get into, to Playboy Cardi. I just deleted all his music, put it back on, so I would listen to it heavier. And it's. I'm, I mean, I'm a casual. I, I enjoy it from a distance.
0: Can Can I play? Can um, Can you cue up the? Yeah, iTunes we'll... so
1: I can put it in the outro song
0: yeah. for you. We're not doing the outro yet, guys. I just want...
1: Hakeem wants to play it. Yeah. There you go. Search your shit, young blood. <laughs> um, return to the 36 Chambers, old dirty bastard. Uh, what what did you think about that project Like when you went back to it? 50-50. Because
0: it doesn't hit the way it should, no. but it's still very fire. Yeah. It, like um,
1: Shimmy Shimmy Y'all. Yeah. Went back and listened to some, some Kanye, Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Graduation, Went back, still listening to Denzel Curry's "Zoo," uh, to "Pimp a Butterfly." If
0: yo oh, you went back to "Pimp a Butterfly" oh, recently, yeah. me too. Yeah. Is that is that Kendrick's best album? Yes. Um.
1: Musically, yes. Like all the whole. As package. far as the whole package, yes. I think the the one that would be a second to it would probably be Good, Good Kid, Kid, M.A.D. Mad City. City, which
0: some um, people would say over.
1: Which his is he's a lot like Travis to me in the fact that ask me Depends depending on, on what mood I'm in um and that's really been it uh we me and Tabitha, listened to magdalene fk twigs the other night she wanted something soothing to listen Dude. to something new we hadn't really listened to did you and like back it? to drip harder little baby and Gunna. drip
0: <laughs> too hard don't stand too close right that's all down, that that's up, all, all that really player. matters
1: yeah <laughs> um so that's what i've been listening to um i got two options today for the good note okay or the writing prompt, you, yeah. you can choose which one. The good writing prompt. Yeah. So, the first one is, describe a missed opportunity and how it affected uh, you. How do you think it would have changed your life if you hadn't missed it? Or, do you believe happiness is a choice? I def- I like the second one. Okay. If you're okay with it, I'm going to address that one. Uh, because I really,
0: I, I don't believe in regrets. I definitely believe that everything has happened for a reason. I've never come, thankfully, thank God, I've never come out of an experience and been like, my life is ruined over this, you know. I have always a second, are we been
1: able to happiness is a choice or Yeah, we are, okay.
0: but I just want to hit that real quick. Okay. Um happiness is a choice. Yes, it is a choice. Uh there are days where uh I'll go into I'll go into a situation with a negative mindset in that this is going to suck, this is going to suck, this is going to suck. And it sucks a lot worse because I'm thinking of how bad it sucks the yeah. entire time. As eloquently as that was put, I want to just one more caveat to that. If I go into the same shitty situation, except the fact that it's shit, but go, I'm gonna make the best of it. It turns out to be slightly better than had I done it the other way. And yeah, just and dread it the entire time.
1: And obviously, like, there's some things like I think more of it is is happiness a choice? It's more so finding the positive when mm-hmm. bad things are happening. Yeah. Like, if God forbid we get a call and today and find out a family member has died, like obviously that's terrible and we're gonna be upset. But instead of thinking like, damn, I don't have that person around anymore. You can look at it like, look at all the good that they did for me. Look at all the good they did for my family and the people that were around them. So I think more so the question should be, or the answer should be like finding something good to focus on when bad things are happening or find the good within the bad.
0: I do think there's also like an active, there is an active thinking though that people have, that a lot of people have, and that I have seen in a lot of my friends online of um, my life's getting, my life is bad it can't, it's, it's just going to keep getting worse. Even a lot of, a lot of memes people share online are self-deprecating. Yeah. And, and I've kind of realized that, yeah, self-deprecation is funny, but it's like overly, it's overused online. And I also think eventually people tend
1: to believe the yeah, it's disparaging like, jokes like about the, themselves. kind of like the you know? labeling theory. And it's more of like a cycle. Like the more you say it, the more it's going to happen.
0: Exactly. And the more you kind of surround yourself, and I'm not talking about this, the secret and like, you know, you attract like, good energy and good vibes. You have to you have to put in work to get what you want. It has oh, nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with though your mindset going into something. It, you can fail a hundred times, but if you go into it each time and thinking that it's gonna work, eventually something will work. It Wait, does not mean the, that particular endeavor is going to work.
1: Though. What's the saying with Thomas Edison like he found yeah. a thousand ways to not make the light bulb? Right. So yeah. Yeah I think it's all about finding Something good when yeah. when bad things are happening. Since you kind of touched on the first one about missed opportunities, yeah. I I try to live with with no regrets and the same kind of thing. Focus on what's good, what good is happening now. Um, but to touch on one that is kind of I wouldn't say a missed opportunity, but it's something that could have happened was me deciding to stay here in Greenville and not go to Coastal Carolina for marine biology. Did that because mm-hmm. I was in a long term relationship that yeah ended up well yeah. So we've talked about like my past situation but got married, got divorced yeah. and I stayed here for that person. No no disrespect yeah, yeah on that front. Right. But I didn't go do that because of that relationship. And yeah, I could be making a lot more money doing stuff with animals, but obviously I was bad at biology. I was good at marine biology, but biology mm-hmm. was terrible. Yeah. Um, and I kind of looked at it like, yeah, probably some things would be better in life, but we wouldn't be doing the podcast. That was kind of like my next thing. Like, look at all these other great things that we're doing right. that wouldn't have happened if I would have done that. Right. So, like the second one, it's all kind of in finding the good and not focusing on every bad aspect of your life.
0: Well, it's, and it's also going back to, it's. it depends on how you think of things. You know, I've I've talked about this person on the podcast before. It's not a person in particular, but that idea of the guy who's still listening to, like, blink 182 yeah. and green day in his car and goes like music will never be this good again and you're like i'm over here listening to igor that came out just last year and i'm like no you're right it gets better yeah and you know there's it's it's not clinging to the past and it's also not fearing the future it's also it's it's just living in that moment and accepting your what what choices you've made and trying to Create the path with what you got.
1: Yeah. And okay. if you're focused on missed opportunities that you've missed yeah. in the past, oh guess God, what? You're going to miss more that. opportunities because you're looking in the rear view. Exactly. Yeah. Just
0: just keep pushing forward. Yeah. Guys. There's
1: so many what ifs you can ask yourself in life. It'd it fucking drive you bonkers if you tried to map out, Well, oh, what if I'd have done this? Well, if I did this, then if and this. like, It's a web that's just going to keep going and going and you're going to just be more depressed about life.
0: What happened to me today... Speaking of webs like that, my anxiety. I think just kind of classes are starting back up, and um, my my anxiety like peaked today because as I'm sitting in the car going home, I'm like, "You're not gonna pass this, these classes. You're gonna fail these classes. You're not gonna go on and do all these things." And I did the same thing to myself at the beginning of last yeah. semester. And instead of like letting myself spiral,
1: I look at it and I go. So are you trying to flex that transcript? Oh, three point two GPA. <laughs> That's what the whole podcast has been about. (laughs) 3.2.
0: No, but it was also, it's catching yourself in in self-destructive thinking and actively embracing the challenge and going, I'm up for it. I'm going to do my best. That's the the choosing to be happy. That's me choosing to be happy.
1: And we're not saying like, don't just push out every bad thought because sometimes you need, like you can be your best motivator sometimes when you have those thoughts like, no, you're not going to do it. Yeah. Or... Yes. Kind of takes like, that like alter if ego If you're not we doing about. enough,
0: too, if you're yeah. not doing enough, and you're like, I could be doing better. I should be doing something else right now. Listen to those thoughts.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what
0: were you saying about the alter ego?
1: No, like it's kind of that same thing. Like when you have those negative thoughts, if you have that like strong alter ego or strong—I don't want to say conscious—but you yeah. have that strong balance that says no, you can actually do this. Like that's what I mean. Like you can be your best Hi. motivator. Yeah.
0: Sometimes the difference between like the guys, guys like Conor McGregor who, like, call themselves the shit all the time. I don't think he knew every time that he was going to win a fight, but I think he said it enough, and then when it happened is when everybody believes in him. It's high-risk, high-reward kind of thinking, you know? And that's kind of... You don't have to... You're not playing those stakes of, like, a UFC fighter or a president or something like that, but you can be your... Like you said, be your own hype man and really believe in yourself and, and hope that it pays off, you know? Yeah. Just you—you have to believe the words you're saying, so you can say it to other people. Absolutely. And that's all I have to say about
1: that. That's all I got. Anything else? No, dude. If you have not seen Uncut Gems yet, please go see Uncut Gems. It was phenomenal.
0: You never invite me to the movies, and it sort of hurts
1: my feelings. I hardly ever go to the movies. Me and Tab went Friday night. And I'm just asking to be the third wheel, essentially. If you want to go again, if you want to go see it, I'll go go again. again. Yeah.
0: I do want to see it because Adam Sandler apparently was like spectacular and it's reminding me of that other movie he did that was somewhat more
1: serious. He's got a Um, couple. He he had The Cobbler that um
0: it was older than The Cobbler.
1: He had uh, Punch Drunk Love. That one. Yeah. Um, No I think his I mean it's just it's not a funny movie so it's more serious Adam Sandler. It's like a crime drama uh, Scorsese film. So definitely check that out. Very dope. Very dope. So Let's right. This out. your is this your track right up here, up um, top. Um,
0: play play number play number eleven. All right.
1: So this is foreign. Playboy Cardi. We'll see you on the next one. Peace. Follow at HLHPO. Thank
0: you guys. Ooh, i gun, beat your yeah, strong. Whoa. City to city, I'm torn. The cardio, I'm ready to pour. Whoa. I love my diamond that glowing. Fuckin' your beard, yeah, she's lockin' the
1: moon. Diamonds that's skinnin' on ice. Uh-oh. Run it up, bitch, every rice. Fresh your feelings with the price. Uh-oh. Everything come with a price. Uh-oh. Everything come with a price. Uh-oh. 100,000, yeah, my price. Uh-oh. Too many reads, like a mic. Uh-oh.